Hello, and welcome to the Read to Know podcast, where the goal is to actually remember what you read so then you can better apply it to your life. On this podcast, we go through a book one chapter at a time, and then we actually practice remembering what we've read. So if you want to follow along, we're currently working our way through Bob Goff's book, Dream Big. I'm Zach Brown, and my friend Chris Yarber is joining me to help discuss and break down this book. Also, if you're on Apple Podcasts, it would be huge if you left a rating and review for us. It would help out a ton. If you're not on Apple Podcasts, no worries. Just send this to a friend who might be interested. Anyway, thanks again for listening, and enjoy the conversation. Have you ever been in a life or death situation like a physical life or death situation because i i have been in i i've been in some instances where i thought i was going to die but it's probably just because i'm being too dramatic not because i'm literally going to die right i mean it could be either okay but you know was there a time specifically that you were like oh my gosh like i legitimately i'm fearful for my life right now there was okay there was a time when my brother and i who my brother's two years older than me so a little a little bit older but there was a time where we were horse horse playing in the pool and we were wrestling around and uh he kept dunking me underwater because we were kind of like tackling each other and stuff he he kept dunking me underwater and i remember like you know i'm, I'm sure that my face turned red but i i really was i really could not breathe each time he raised me up and then dunked me back down i couldn't breathe in between it was too fast and so i remember i remember you know shoving him off and, you know, taking a deep breath in and then breathing out and coughing some and stuff like that. But, that, I mean, that wasn't necessarily, you know, like, I wasn't close to drowning or anything. Do you do you have any life or death situations that you want no, to talk see, about? No, see, I don't. That's why oh. I asked you. Okay. Um, but the reason I bring it up is because Bob tells us a story where he legitimately thought he was going to die. Right. In this chapter, he talks about that. And uh, so I thought I'd ask because I thought <laughs> it was a funny, funny way to start off. Well, also, I thought it was funny in this chapter, which we're in chapter 23. Um, today, I, I thought it was funny that one of his ambitions is to save a life. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, he writes in this chapter, that's one of his ambitions. Right. And I think he even mentioned that a few chapters ago, didn't he? In his ambitions Maybe list. Maybe he did. My bad. I think he, I think he might have. Okay. Yeah. It must've been part of that long list that we read. Right. Yeah. So yeah, he, he, first off, he runs into a life or death situation surfing on this coast during a hurricane coming yeah. through. <laughs> you know he thought that was a good idea and uh and some guy literally climbed down this cliff to go get him out of the water and save him mm-hmm. and then he was driving by years later he was or he was on motorcycles he said driving mm-hmm. by years later on riding on motorcycles and there was a guy who was standing there admiring the sunset and he wasn't paying attention. He slipped off the ledge. And fell. And fell. And, and I, they climbed, and Bob climbed down there yeah. with the other people that he was with, climbed down there and tried to save him. Right. The fall ended up taking his life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he tried. And, uh, and uh, you know, there's a couple crazy stories there. There are. And the reason he brings those up in this chapter is because he makes the point to say that it is worth trying even if you fail. Right. And he said, you know, in that situation with that guy, when he tried to save his life, I would have rather failed trying to save him than failed watching. Yeah, right. Yeah, this this chapter is all about making making a move. Uh, and the reason why this chapter is entitled 1034 to 1035 is because he tells the story of the Wright brothers. 
um, when they took flight for the first time, uh, which they uh, they took flight at 1035, the minute before, of course, being 1034. And of course, we're, we're not going to live our life in those 1035 moments. Um, but for a lot of us, we may be in that 1034 where, where it, this may be the time to move, but we're not moving. And there are several different things he talks about in this chapter that may be blocking us from making that move. Uh, procrastination is one of those. Uh, I'm not I'm not a huge procrastinator. I, I like to get things done so I don't have to do it later. That's Chris, number three for sure. <laughs> I know you. I know you. You're definitely not a procrastinator. I'm not. I, I look at you and I'm like, you already got that done too? I look over <laughs> and you've done like 20 things by the time it's taken me to get ready to start doing something. <laughs> but... I, I always um I always want to say that I'm a procrastinator because I feel like cool people are procrastinators. You know what I mean? They're procrastinators, <laughs> and I just want to fit in. That's my person. That's part of my personality. But procrastination can get in the way of us making that making that move towards our ambition. Um, another one was uh, the self sabotage, mm-hmm. which sometimes now I can I can do that. There are certain things, especially when it comes to personal things, like if there's some personal financial things that I need to take care of, or even if it's like running an errand, just these like I, I don't I, I don't find great joy in doing small things that need to be done, but I need to check them off the list. I, I'd rather go do something else and self sabotage instead of moving forward in your ambition. It's you saying, you know, instead of making that call, I'm just gonna chill on the couch. Or instead of going to the marketplace, he says in here, you know, you go to a movie or something like that. Yeah. A little bit different than procrastination. And then another one is the um, naysayers and the haters, which before before this, um, we were talking about how uh, I, I I struggle with uh, with the thought of, of failure, like trying out an ambition and failing. But he also talks about in this book, telling other people your ambitions and taking genuine interest in them, as we've talked about in the past. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I would rather fail and no one else know about it than fail and, and and fail in front of other people. Because when I fail in front of other people and, and I begin to share my ambitions with others, then if I don't complete those, I feel like I failed them somehow. Right. Yeah. Which uh, so yeah, interesting. Right. It's like they can hold your feet to the fire now. Right. You know, and you're like, uh, like I have to, I have to pull through on this, which right. is a good motivator. But it also, you know, it stings a little bit more when you when you don't make that. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, definitely what I think was that in the same section, the naysayers and the haters there. He also talks about that even people who, um, you know, know you and have known you for years, a friend group that you've maybe been a part of for years or coworkers and things like they have a set. You know, everyone has kind of a place where you fit in in their own head. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And so if you're chasing ambitions and you're following something that you're passionate about, and it kind of breaks the mold that they have for you in your head. Sometimes people can react negatively, even not in you know not in a conscious way or not in a an intentional way, but can you know can react negatively to that because you're breaking out of the mold that they set for you, and yeah. and so that can even be uh, an obstacle or a, a a reason to not push ahead as well. Right. Yeah. I think people also. Um because because I I've done this towards other people as I see people move forward in their ambitions and their dreams you know we we don't do this on purpose but the sooner we recognize this and make a change I think the better but sometimes we can grow jealous of other people and that can make us haters yeah we can grow jealous of other people maybe because their life is moving in a direction and we wish that we would make that move that we need to make but he says in here that the you know for you to move forward in your ambitions the stars don't all have to be 
aligned um which before we started recording you know you you even said that's 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 me because sometimes i I wait for all the stars stars to align before making a move but we we don't have to wait for that to move forward in our ambitions right yeah yeah for yeah for sure that's for me that's definitely a tendency that i have like i said i think in the last chapter even you know i will i will plan and i want to strategize and i want to get all the pieces to pieces of the puzzle together before I move forward. But there's a time where that becomes counterproductive. You know, obviously it's good to prepare, but at a certain point it starts becoming uh, counter counter. Um, you know, counterintuitive, po- counterpositive, counterpositive. You know, that's that too. You know, however, <laughs> however you want to say it, counterintuitive, counterpositive. After a certain point, it starts to you know become. Uh, ROI negative than ROI positive, right. you know, in over prepping. Yes. So in that sense, you know, there is a time, yeah, you have to take the step forward. And, and, and like Bob says here, that minute of 1034 before the Wright brothers took off, they had no idea what was going to happen. You no. know what I mean? And that's the thing when, when we're like, when we're looking down the, like the tunnel that is the rest of our lives, we don't know how it's going to turn out. You no know idea. what I mean? And we don't know that it if it's going to be a successful flight or if it's not. Right. But that shouldn't stop us from acting. That shouldn't yeah. stop us from doing and taking action. Right. And doing that, you know, the, the kind of the mantra that he has behind that is the, I would rather fail trying than fail watching. Right. Yeah. I think there's a couple things that we can expect as he lays out here is failure is one of those and resistance is one of those, which is why he goes over, you know, that procrastination, you know, um, and, and, uh, like the naysayers and haters and stuff. So those are two things that we can expect, although we don't know what it, what it's going to look like after we take flight. Um, we can't expect those two things. So maybe there's a little comfort in knowing that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Let's go ahead and open up the book and, uh, take a look at some of our favorite quotes. Yeah. Again, uh, a short chapter as we're used to in, in this book, he starts off this chapter by talking about a couple of weird houses that we're, we're not going to read through the whole illustration, but he talks about a couple different weird houses, including a friend of his who, um, has, has been building a house for like eight years, but still hasn't finished it. Um, and so he uses that illustration to say you build and build and prepare and prepare some more, but never really move into your ambition. And that's where some of us may be after we recognize our ambition. Um, we prepare and prepare and prepare, but we're not actually moving into it. He says, is everything going to fall magically into place? Of course not. It's going to take some detail work, so we can't overlook that. Preparation is important. Detail work is important. Research is important. But you know, he says, don't try to spend all your time getting the stars to align. Start making um, moves because some things will line up and some right. things just yeah. won't. I, I like what he says here because he says some things will line up when we take action and other times it it won't. But the thing is, if you keep making moves, he says, there's just something about action that makes the world want to straighten the path and flatten the road beneath your feet so it's easier to travel. Right. And I kind of like that thought. I mean, I think we think that we have to figure it all out before we start, but if we go ahead and start, sometimes that action is what actually helps us figure the rest of it out. Right. You know what I mean? It Once we start moving, we can more quickly adjust and figure out the, those few things that we may have been missing before we started. Right, yeah, and I think uh, this is where you know we really have to take into account sometimes 
uh, we're, we're going to have to open open some doors ourselves. Not all doors are going to be open open for us necessarily. I think sometimes, especially in Christian communities like like you and I are in, a, a door is shut on us, and we think it's God saying no. But really, sometimes I think we say no quicker than God does. Yeah. And so sometimes our no gets in the way of what God has prepared and planned for us. And so this this is where, like earlier, he said in the book, okay, if the door closes, then you need to find a window that's open. And so sometimes we need to take measures and make moves that in the moment may seem a little bit extreme or something that we may not have done before. But as he says here, who knows, that may make the traveling easier down the road. Don't just quit and give up on that, but keep moving forward but yeah i think that's a that's a good point to make and you know it's funny i I think a lot of times as christians we do say that you know something happens in life and we're thinking okay that you know that was just god you Mm -hmm. know but sometimes life is just life you know what i mean sometimes that's just life and things happen you know what i mean things don't always go our way and just because you know it may be abrupt or it may be um, something negative doesn't mean it's necessarily a sign from god you know shutting the door Mm -hmm. um sometimes it's just life life happens you know what i mean and uh and like like he says earlier in the book, you know, go see if you can uh, open up a window in the back. You know what I mean? You don't right. have to just because the door's shut doesn't mean that you have to turn around and walk away, mm-hmm. make away. Yeah, yeah. And so going into what we mentioned earlier, but the things that he talks about can get in our way of taking action is procrastination and lethargy, mm-hmm. self sabotage, and naysayers and haters. I love how he says in this naysayer and haters section, mm-hmm. he says this is the most common resistance you'll encounter. So just just know that that it's not necessarily self-sabotage and procrastination because those are things that we can take action on and fix. However, something that's a little bit a little bit more out of our control kind of our in our indirect control is naysayers and haters. This is the most common type of right. uh, resistance. Yeah. And he says where this stems from. It says it stems from, you know, sometimes people get really antsy when we see others hurtling towards their dreams, parents, friends, coworkers, even spouses. Anyone who feels threatened by your new adventure may do things that feel like they're shutting you down, but that's not their intent. They probably don't even know that they're doing it. Right. You know, you're picking up on reverberations of your successes ricocheting off their own lives, you know, and... And I think that's true. A lot, you know, I think that's I think that's true. I don't really have anything else to add to that, but it's, well, I think it's that's a, true. It's a beautiful. It's a <laughs> it's a beautiful quote. It sure, sure is. Um, he he also says in here that a beautiful ambition is more contagious than the worst cold. And I read that to say, if you start sharing your ambitions with people, and and they start to develop some of this naysaying and kind of, you know maybe start acting a little weird towards you because now you're working outside of that normal sphere that you worked inside of that friendship or that family. You know, if you see some resistance in that way, you know, I I also want to encourage people not to stop sharing their ambition because to some, it may turn them off at first, but you never know when they may take another look at that and look at your life, especially as you keep moving forward in that ambition, as, as you continue to make progress because they, may see it as a beautiful thing as you see it, and that may motivate them to take action, which I think is one of the most beautiful products of following your ambition, following through with that, is that it may inspire other people to start doing that for themselves and uh, could really start a chain reaction. Right, yeah, because that's what he's saying here, you know, that, that people who react negatively to that is some kind of, it, it stems from something of that they're not happy with how their own life is going, and 
through that, you know, it's not in a goal to try and be better than the other person. You know, hey, I'm working towards things that actually mean something and you're not. That's, But you can actually, still talking about it and bringing it up can actually help spur them on, yeah, to doing that in their own life. And yeah. I think that, you know, that's what we're all, that's what we all should be yes. going after, you know. Right. And so to help someone else get there um, through, you know, your own life can be beneficial to other people. Yeah. And to be honest, Bob says this as well in this chapter, there's just not a lot of people doing that. Mm-hmm. Sadly, he says here after his, um, uh, story about the, uh, Orville brothers or the Wright brothers, excuse me with Orville and Wilbur. He, he says that I meet so many people in my travels, uh, good people with great ideas. Uh, but they never take those ideas out of the, out of the hangar. And I mean, if, if you think about how many different people, if I just think about my friend group and, and my family that I know, the few people that I know, um, there's there's so many different people around us. And, and because of those differences, I can just imagine how because of their personalities and how God created them to be, what kind of awesome ideas they would have. And so there are a lot of people around us with a lot of good ideas, probably even better ideas than what we have ourselves. But the difference between you know, those who follow their ambitions and make moves in those and those who don't is, is that, is that they don't take that idea out of the hanger. So you never really see that come to life. So even, even Bob says himself, you know, there's a lot of people who are stuck in that. Right. Yeah. And the only way to break through that, he says that that one minute is a small amount of time, you know, but it can represent a huge shift in your life. It just requires a willingness to fail. Right. And that's what we're all afraid of to some degree. (laughs) Right. Some less than others, but it requires a willingness to fail. And yeah. if we can be okay with that, then we can move forward mm-hmm. and and take this next step no matter what it looks like and whether whether we come out on top or not. Yeah, he says a willingness to fail, not a willingness to start. I would say that most people are pretty self-motivated to, to start. But if you're willing to fail, then that means you can move past any any of these levels of resistance because if you're willing if you're willing to fail, which failure and hang-ups will will come along the way, then starting's no problem. Mm-hmm. So I love I love how he puts that in there. Um, as you said earlier, again, he goes into another story kind of at the end pages here. Earlier, you mentioned that he says, I'd rather fail trying than fail watching. So he sticks to that failure yeah. themes a little bit. He, he says also that our actions will not be perfect, often not even close. Uh, what our whatever our ambition is, you know, to keep at it. Will it work? Who knows? Fail trying. Don't fail watching. Right. For me, that was the best quote of this chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely one that I need to maybe put in front of myself a little bit more often. Maybe put it as my phone background screen right. uh-huh. or put it up on the wall somewhere. Write it down so I can come back to that. Yeah, I'd rather fail trying than fail watching. Yeah, see it every single day. Keeps you moving. Keeps you moving forward. Um, and really gets you in that headspace that, you know, if you're if you're willing to fail, then you're really willing to try anything. So I yeah. don't think any idea is too big, uh, for you to move forward in. So yeah. Another quote here that I want to bring out he talks about how he met with one of the family members of the guy who fell off the cliff and passed away and he says here you know he he took a picture of uh he had a picture of the sunset because that's what they were looking at the sunset there and he took a frame he frame he printed it out and put it in a frame and brought that picture to the lady that he was meeting and he said instead of talking about the mistake that he had made they talked about the beauty that he saw And how good of an example is that for us even too, you know, when other people or 
even ourselves, you know, we'd try something and we fail. We make a mistake. We fail at, at this thing that we were trying to work towards or, or do. We can still appreciate the attempt. Yes. You know what I mean? We don't have to we don't have to bask in the negativity of the mistakes. You right. know what I mean? But we can appreciate what what that person or what you were trying to go after. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because there's a bigger thing behind it, you know, right. not just the mistake, but what what the purpose of why you were even going after it in the first place. And you can appreciate that. Yeah, that's true. I think when we do think about something, uh, a, a huge shift in our life and we think about, OK, am I going to am I going to fail at this? We always we always talk about the negative with that instead of looking at this as an opportunity to, OK, we do fail and we may not achieve what we thought or the end product it does not look at all what we were imagining at first, but really in that difficulty, you have an opportunity to learn and to see something beautiful out of that and to learn something from that, that may prepare you for that next step towards a certain ambition that you're going to make. So I, I think you're right. We have to look at the beauty of some of these things, especially in our failures, because if not, we'll uh, kill ourselves mentally and emotionally right. trying to uh, think of what else we could have done and live with guilt and shame the rest of our life. Cause Bob, Bob felt really guilty for, you know, uh, not being able to save that guy's life. You know, they tried and tried and tried. And by the time that the ambulance got there, you know, um, his life had passed. So, uh, he could, he could have, uh, lived the rest of his life with that guilt and that shame, but he decided to show the beauty in that. Right. Yeah. And when it comes to our ambitions, you know, I think we take it way too seriously. We take it way too seriously. And he just says, our actions will not be perfect. Often, they're not even close. Right. Whatever your ambition is, keep at it. Will it work? Who knows? <laughs> but no uh, fail trying, don't fail watching. Exactly. And uh, he says, once you get your ambitions in your sights, no amount of failure will keep you from trying again. So once we get over this mental hurdle... Basically, we're unstoppable. You right. know, once you get over that, and you can do that over and over and over and over again, there's nothing that will stop you from moving towards that thing that you have set in your sights. Exactly. But you have to get over that mental hurdle. Right. Yeah. And you have to you have to take action because your ambitions, as he says, kind of here at the beginning, you have to you have to take flight. There's no way he says your ambition can take flight without you taking action. So if we don't take action if we don't move forward then they're not going to go anywhere we won't see the beauty in that um and so he says you're only about a minute away from seeing what's next yep so exactly and that's how he ends the chapter there that was a good chapter i was i you know that's one uh that i definitely need to hear probably need to go back i'll re-listen to this podcast yep (laughs) i would i'm just it's so weird listening to yourself i really i really don't uh I don't do it. Most of these, I actually haven't gone back and even listened. Once I once I export them, upload them, I'm like, all right, yeah. done. I, I listened to a, the first couple minutes of it just to hear, you know, hear your editing skills and see how it how it all sounds and sometimes what what it looks like on YouTube and stuff like that. But I can't I can't listen to my voice. Yeah. Well, I hope you guys don't mind listening to us because uh, we definitely don't like listening to us. <laughs> we do not. <laughs> anyway, if you guys had any thoughts on this chapter and you want to join the conversation. Feel free to reach out to us at Read to Know Pod on all social platforms. You can also send us an email, readtoknowpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you'd have to say about this chapter. Exactly. About 1034 to 1035 and mm-hmm. the, that minute that makes all the difference. It does. Also, 
If you have been enjoying listening along, we'd love it if you gave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. It would help a ton, help us push this podcast to new listeners so more people can um, you know, listen and uh, get value from what we're talking about. Um, if you leave a review, feel free to send us an email of the review. Take a screenshot, send it to us, and we'll read it. We'll talk about it. We'll, uh, we'd love to know that you're... Um, you know your thoughts on the podcast so yeah I, i'm also gonna say this is just, just kind of throwing this out there but i would also love uh for for anyone who's listening to send us an email at that email you mentioned if they if they take something from uh this book or the last book that we did in the podcast and, and not only to share their thoughts on the chapter itself but also what actions you are taking because not only mm-hmm. are we reading to remember but we're also reading to do as well and so if if there's been an idea in in this chapter in this book or in the last book that we've we've done chapter by chapter send us what you've done about it because we would love to know that people out there are taking uh action through the values that we're learning that's a great point you know, have you quit anything like we talked about a couple of days ago? You know, did you read that and you find out, you know what? I do have to quit I this. I do have a couple of things I need to quit. You know, so yeah, we'd love, to, we'd love to know. So anyway, thanks guys for listening. We appreciate it. And we'll see you tomorrow for chapter 24.